how to blow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be mad all night now. When the dust just gets too much. <laughs> Mucinex. That doesn't really work, but whatever. Yeah, it doesn't work with anything yeah, I just it, said. It literally works with nothing. All right, cool. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me, as always, is... Crass. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us. As always, the social meds. Wow. Follow us. You're such a hipster. Whoa. Insta. The Please. Oh. Twitter. Uh, no. Twa. No. Fair. Fuck no. <laughs> Done. Fair. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, oh my god! Yeah, no, we're we're there. We got social media presence. It's fun. It's cool. We're talking to everyone. It's a good time. Yeah. Be sure to leave ratings and reviews for this podcast on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. It helps us out greatly. I just I feel like it's by the rote now. You're getting this done. It's business as usual. I I'm, like this. I'm trying to change it up. A it's little bit. sharp professionalism. Yeah, yeah totally. you're a sharp dressed Unlike man. Unlike the rambling assholery that usually is the hallmark of us. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're we're tightening this ship up. I did not realize. We're I would like that would have been nice if we got that note no. because I am sloppy as the dills. We have to get this ship together because we're heading towards episode fifty. I know. <sighs> Oh man, we're I'm also, super excited. We're also heading towards our year mark, so Oh I know. Yeah. And double anniversaries. Exactly. Got some fancy artwork I'm working yeah. on. Oh, me and Chris got a little bit of a, a little sneak peeks. Pretty pretty uh pretty fancy. stoked for that. So uh also too, yes, the ratings and reviews, uh new format change. We're doing the ratings and reviews after the outro music, so be sure to stick around because we have some fun doing those and there may or may not be bloopers depending on how the recording goes. <laughs> so always yeah. listen after the outro music. There is always the possibility of bloopers. There's a possibility, but not a guarantee. No, but we're always going to fuck up during the recording. And we, I might just stick them in the end if they're good enough. So this week we are going classic. I'm so excited about this. Mm. We're going classic crypto. This is probably the most like vintage, um, famous cryptid we have ever done. I mean, we pride ourselves on doing a lot of really esoteric shit. Yeah. And I love it. And we all love it. But this is esoteric, and yet at the same time, the stuff of legend. Cool. All right. Well, I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. Let's get started with the Dover Demon. Oh. This now legendary creature first came into the public consciousness in the late 1970s, when over the course of just 24 hours, no less than six eyewitnesses claimed to have had encounters with this bizarre quasi-humanoid life form. The living mm, legend. Yeah. The Dover demon maybe dead now we don't know i don't know how long dover demons live i don't think they have a long lifespan maybe they got like dog years or something now what are you basing this yeah. on at all whimsy <laughs> of mark the next time someone i give up any bullshit fact i have and someone's like what are you basing it on i'll be like whimsy exactly yeah. I, that was beautiful it's just about how you say it and, and how you connect with someone when you look deep in their eyes so you think the dover demons long sure. gone um, well, we'll get to it in the story, but yes, I do believe that whatever it was is no longer with us, whether it may have left or maybe it's found a new home. Fair enough. There it is. Robert, take All it right. away. The extraordinary story of the Dover Demon begins on April 21st, 1977, when at approximately 10.30 p.m., a young man by the name of Billy Bartlett, sorry, I think I said that wrong, Barlett. Either way, that's a great like comic book. Name. I did, well, oh, yeah, that yeah is totally, exactly. Like, I want him to be like he's going to be Shazam's kid brother. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bartlett, and he just does his shit. Yeah, he yeah. just does whatever sweet yeah, shit. He like, just shows he's, up. He's an ace scoop for the fucking local yeah, paper. Totally. Oh, I love that name. Along with two friends, Andy Brody and Mike Mazoka. Wow, just 
iconoclastic names across the board. Yeah. We're driving down Farm Street near Dover, Massachusetts. As the teenagers drove past a loose stone edifice known as the Farm Street Wall, Barlett noticed some movement out of the corner of his eye. At first, he assumed that the motion was caused by a dog or some other indigenous animal like a raccoon. The legendary raccoons. We always got to keep raccoons in the purview of cryptozoology because they are responsible for a lot. Oh, especially coonigators. Exactly. But as his headlights bore down on the creature, he realized that it was like nothing he had ever seen. Barlett would later describe this enigmatic entity. It was not a dog or a cat. It had no tail. It had an egg-shaped head. It looked like a baby's body with long arms and legs. It had a big head about the same size as the body. It was sort of melon-shaped. The color was the color of people in Sunday comics, which is perhaps one of my all-time favorite pigmentation descriptions. Bizarre way to categorize color. It's like that hot pinky orange of of the average Caucasian Hager the Horrible. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Weird. What color was he? He's kind of like comic book guy looking thing. Pink, peach, Somewhere orange. between Dagwood and Beetle Bailey. <laughs> Dagwood. <laughs> Barlett also stated that the creature had large orange eyes and a hairless body and that the orange-tinted epidermis had a rough texture, which he compared, texture, that is, which he compared to wet sandpaper. Ooh. It also had a distended stomach. Oh, uh, that's yeah. the worst part is so, the descent of Oh, uh, so yeah. it's starving. Because, yeah. No, because that brings me like fucking feed the world. That's what I mean. Like so it's starving. Or maybe it drinks too much. Or, yeah, or it, yeah. Could, it just could be its part. I mean, you know, I don't know how close it is to the quad. I can't do a Boston <laughs> accent here. But maybe he's just a little party animal. He could be, yeah. That's Who true. Knows? So he's got... I, Wet sandpaper is a, a little yeah. too tangible a descriptor for me, but this orange, yeah, yeah what? comic book style skin color. I'm thinking like like skin texture of like a hairless cat, where it's just like you know it's cute, but you don't want to touch it because you're afraid just it's gonna like peel or something. That's but gross. the thing is too, you know, those hairless cats are pretty dope, I think. Yeah, but at least are. it looks dry when yeah. you see They're something like that sand- and it's wet. It's grody. It makes it. All right, so we got the distended stomach, the big goddamn melon head, the orange eyes, tendril-like fingers, long spindly, like fucking close encounter of the third kind of arms. Okay, weird. With the horrible starvation beer belly. All right. He further elaborated that this animal, quote unquote, had large hands and feet complete with elongated digits, which Barlett claimed the creature used to grasp the loose rocks along the wall. Later... Barlett drew a picture of the thing next to the wall and annotated the illustration with this quote I, Bill Barlett, swear on a stack of Bibles that I saw this creature. <laughs> yeah. All right. On a st- stack. Because yeah. when you, when you, you know what? When you swear on a single Bible, dubious. Yeah. You can, you can get your way out of that. You yeah. can trick Jesus. You're like, oh, you thought you had me. You were wrong. But when you've got seven of them and you're like, shit, I can't do yeah. this seven That's times. some gospel shit. Yeah. All right, so he claims, okay, so he's swearing on the stack of Bibles to the Lord above. That the he other saw boys it. in the car did not see what he was seeing because obviously Barlow was the driver, but they did attest later that his reaction and of shock and astonishment and fear and all that seemed very genuine to them. They just saw a quick okay. motion. Right. As if this account weren't fascinating enough, just two hours later and approximately one mile away, 
15-year-old John Baxter, again, another classic That's comic just, book yeah. Johnny Baxter. Jesus. While walking down a lonely stretch of road en route, en route home from his girlfriend's house, spotted what he described as a childlike figure moving toward him from down the street. When the figure spied Baxter, it apparently fled into the woods adjacent to the road. So Baxter's walking down the street, weird little spindly things walking up the street. They lock eyes, classic fucking spaghetti western style. Little thing books into the woods. All right, so what did Baxter do? So I'm thinking if I see this, I'm going to flip out. But Baxter, he's a noble dude, and he has his own theory, and I'm about to get into it. All right. Baxter, fearing for the welfare of what he assumed was a tragically deformed neighborhood boy... And that's sad that this neighborhood has a little boy that's tragically deformed. He's, yep. Yep. I've heard some people say mentally challenged. It kind <sighs> of goes back and forth. But, but he I mean, he has good intentions. A neighborhood kid in need of help. All right. And he does what heroes do. Check he, on the tragically deformed. He possible. pursued the enigmatic being through the dense cluster of trees. In mm. hopes of helping it. So he, he he has good intentions. Yes. His heart's in the right place. It's the local kid that's got some troubles, and you know what? He's just coming home from his right. girlfriend's house, All but right. he's like, this kid does not get to be alone in the woods yeah. at night. No. Not when fucking Johnny Baxter's on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Good heart Baxter. Good, so they call there him. you go. Good heart Baxter. Yeah. So he chased it through the dense cluster of trees <laughs> over a shallow brook <laughs> and across a field. I mean, think about this. Trees. Brook. Field. I mean, that's fucking. At one point, I would be like, journey. this tragically deformed kid is fucking boss in the woods, and this kid can move. <laughs> he yeah. might not be that tragically deformed. Well, he might be, but he's fucking a wonder in the woods. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't long before Baxter lost sight of the figure and finally halted at the bank of a shallow gully to catch his breath. It was at that moment that Baxter's gaze fell across the gully and he was treated to his first clear view of the creature, which was purportedly leaning against a tree across the gap. Baxter later described the following harrowing moments. This is his quote. As I was looking really close there, I could see the eyes. It was looking at me. I just stared at it for another few minutes and then I just got all these thoughts that maybe it was something really strange. Because, you know... Nothing ever happened to me like this before, so I didn't know what to think. That is a classic diarrhea of words that only a 15-year-old boy yeah, could come yeah. up with. Yeah, and it's gen- you can tell it's definitely genuine. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Baxter's curiosity swiftly gave way to thoughts of self-preservation. So I finally got the thought that maybe it wasn't as safe as it looked, because the way it was staring at me, it just seemed like it was, I don't know, I got all these feelings that it was thinking to itself or waiting to spring or whatever, you know? So I backed up the bank kind of fast and my heart started beating really fast. That to me sounds like the paranoid soliloquy yeah. that you make when something that is weird and you can't identify is just standing there doing fucking nothing. And then you're going through like a, a, a setup in your head like, I know what it's thinking. I know what it's yeah. thinking. Yeah. It's, it's looking at me and it seems like it's cool, but is it looking at me because it's about to jump and eat yeah, my fucking right. face off? Trying to size me the fuck up is what I was trying to do. Also, Baxter might have been high as a kite because that sounds a <laughs> yeah, lot. No, like, he's like, you know, man, it was like yeah, there. No, Devil's this, this this paranoid. And I was yeah. here, man. Like when I catch my cat late at night and it's just looking at me and I'm like, don't 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 you judge don't me. Don't judge me. Right. Yeah. You bring home. But that this animals. is across a, a gully, right? Yeah, a little gully. So, yeah. yeah. I don't think it was well, like a deep ravine or anything. I think it was. But still, I mean, I, I, gully I, I, could be. I don't know how big bleh. it was. Ever since I first read this story, I don't know how many years ago. I was assumed about six to ten feet at the yeah. most. 
just enough so that it's right there and you're right so you can, there. You get a good glimpse of it. Yeah. And he's just waiting for this fucking spindly limbed fucker to just yeah. leap on him. Right. Baxter sprinted from the gully in a blind panic and to his eternal relief was picked up by a couple driving by who ended up dropping him off at his home. As soon as he got inside, he drew a picture of what he'd seen depicting an entity that was uncannily similar to the one that Bartlett had, sorry, Barlett, I don't know why I constantly wanted a T, Pairs. had described, including the thing's huge orange eyes. In the ensuing media circus, Baxter insisted that he had reported his encounter to the police without any prior knowledge of Barlett's sighting. Mm -hmm. So that's important. All of these people sure. take it right to the police. That the third and final encounter that the residents of Dover would have with this so-called demon occurred the following evening on April 22nd, 1977, when the thing was spotted by 15-year-old Abby Brabham and 18-year-old Will Tainter. They claimed that the creature, I know, I know what you, I know. Just, you, I know. know, what you, I, know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Chris, chicken his head. Just, come on. Tainter. Taint. <laughs> Tainter. We're fucking 14 We are 14-year-olds. We're just the worst. We're crushing down cookies and beers, and now we're laughing about Tainter's last name. Picking on a poor kid's goddamn name. last name. Because you know if you were in school, then you know what you would oh, do. Oh, he's fucking. Come on. He's Will Taints. I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we all know that. Willie Taints. Uh, Willie uh, Taints. We are children. We are. Continue. They claim that the creature in question was thin and sitting on all fours by the side of the road near the edge of a bridge. What is it about bridge and weird shit? Be it Loveland Frogmen? Yeah, That's man. the deal. Sundry Trolls. Well, I don't hang out with fucking bridges, dude. Fucking Goatmen? Yeah. Like, all sorts dude. of nefarious shit yeah. loves a bridge. Is it the flowing water? Yeah, it could I be. I actually think it does have something to do with water, doesn't it? I think so. I, I think, think a lot so. of sprites and ill shit seem to like moving yeah. water. Hmm. Weird. Brabham compared the beast to a bulbous-headed, hairless primate. And this is what she said. As I looked at it, it kind of looked a minute like an ape. And then I looked at the head, and the head was just very big. And it was a very weird head. And it had bright green eyes, and the eyes just glowed like. They were looking exactly at me. So now we see it normally has orange eyes. Now, had, now they're saying it has green eyes. Which makes me wonder, is this eye shine? <clears throat> is this an issue? From because, a, like light. That's true. Because yeah, can... animals, I mean, green and orange, and orange seem to be common, the primary yeah. colors yeah. that are reflected back. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Almost all of the eyewitnesses were asked separately, of course, to sketch the creature which they had seen. The results were astounding, to say the least. The only major discrepancy between Brabham and Tainter's accounts and those which were given the night before were the fact that Brabham had insisted that the creature's eyes were orange, or were not orange as previously described, but green, as we just said. Almost as soon as news of the event was reported, investigators Walter N. Webb, Ed Fogg, and Lauren Coleman... Mm -hmm. The famed Lauren uh, Coleman. Mr. Coleman. Who interviewed all of the primary eyewitnesses <laughs> within a week of the event and has been credited with coining the name Dover Demon, descended on the region in order to collect as much evidence as possible. All three investigators came to the conclusion that this was anything but a hoax. After the 1977 incidents hit the newsstands, other, another eyewitness, Mark Sinat of Sherborne, Massachusetts, which is, Jesus Christ, pronouncing it, Massachusetts. 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 That's a good one. Sephrasmus. Sherborne, which is about <laughs> six miles, I think, east of Dover. Um, so anyway, 
Senate uh, came out insisting that he and his friends had actually been the first to see the Dover Demon five years before. Oh, he's trying to jump on this he's, train. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. trying to say, well, oh, I saw it five years ago. I'm yeah, not well, the caboose. <laughs> I'm a pioneer. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm the conductor of this bitch. Yeah. The, he, this is interesting, though. I don't know if there's any way to confirm this. I, I'm assuming that Lauren Coleman and crew would have tried to if, if they could have. He claimed that they reported it to the local authorities at the time, which would have been 72, but that nothing came of it. Sinat testified that he and his friends were cruising on Springdale Avenue near Channing Pond in 1972 when they saw a strange creature in the forest. When Sinat was confronted by local media outlets, he seemed less sure of the creature's identity, stating, I don't know if we really saw something. We thought we did. We saw a small figure deep in the woods moving at the edge of the pond. We could see it moving in the headlights. We didn't know. It could have been an animal. Fucking phenomenal, Sana. Wow. wow. We saw something moving <laughs> far in the woods. Excellent. No, but we saw it. It could have been an animal. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I didn't see not. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. You're my mom. You're so, my mom. Needless to say, Sanat's uh, eyewitness account is not considered this one of the hallmarks of this in. case. He, he jumps in with vim My and God. vigor. Like, yeah. I saw this five years ago. Yeah. And they was like, well, you know, actually, maybe we saw nothing. An animal. An animal. Could have been an animal. In the woods. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. Not. Or not. Could have been a wraith. Oh, Chris's word. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 in what may be. <laughs> I know. I love it when it turns to fucking it, car. Oh, I love it. I love it. Formula One bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pole position. <laughs> fucking do it. In what may be a totally unrelated incident, Barlett claimed that the a year. Following his sighting, he was parked with his girlfriend in a remote area when he heard a thump on his car. When he turned, he says he spied a small figure leaving the scene. Although Bartlett would not, Bartlett, excuse me, would not speculate as to whether or not this was the return of the Dover demon, he remains unsure of who or what banged on his car. It was a year okay, later. Well, that's just, a year later. You're parking with your just best girl. A random, your best girl. Yeah, and then something jumps. Bull point. Bull, um, <laughs> yeah, you're clearly. a point. So something jumps in the car, he hears the noise, he looks out and he sees like a little creature. He sees a little away. thing running, but clearly not as distinctly. Yeah. What blows my mind, I guess we're going to get this in a second, but yeah. with this fucking spindly ass little legs, how is this thing booking across gullies and glade and field? Well, and, I was thinking that too. And ether and the moors. Yeah, tundras. <laughs> yeah, and, seriously. Uh, it's fucking pretty crazy. Savannas. Yeah. On October 29th, 2006... The Boston Sunday Globe published an interview with the then 46-year-old Bartlett. Fuck it, I'm just going to say his name wrong. Who often Jeez. tormented, who, though often tormented by curiosity seekers, had not wavered in his conviction that he saw something inexplicable on Farm Street on that night way back in 1977, stating, In a lot of ways, it's kind of embarrassing to me. I definitely saw something. It was definitely weird. I didn't make it up. Sometimes I wish I had. It's a thing that's been following me for years. Not the creature, the story. Sometimes I dread every Halloween getting calls about it. I have no idea what it was. I definitely know I saw something. I've always tried to guess what it was. I never had any idea. 
This was no prank. I wasn't trying to be funny. People who know me know I did not make this up. Why is he then calls on Halloween? Well, I suppose every Halloween, Just, local papers are like, oh, the guy that saw the demon. And yeah, they, they absolutely. do like little redux stories. Oh, okay. Of, of course. Right. That's I thought that's was the like, season. Oh, look, I'm good. I got a lot of, a lot of crank calls on Halloween. Maybe like, it's what? some of that, too. But I think it's probably more reporters. Right, people just trying to get a hold of them to be like, oh, hey, you want to want to have a show? Want to go check out things for this network? Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> you like you, that? You're cutting a little close <laughs> to the bone yeah, on you that you like one. that, yeah. Yeah. Makes you a little angry, Rob. Makes you a little angry. I like the fact that we're popular. <laughs> I do, too. Carl Sheridan, who was the chief of police <laughs> during the demon flap and remembers all too well the media frenzy that surrounded it, claimed that people in the region are still not sure what to make of this unusual tale. And this is what he said. That thing has haunted me for 29 years. I knew the kids involved. They were good kids, pretty reliable kids. God only knows what they saw. I still don't know. Strange things have happened. The whole thing was unusual. Word, it's interesting, though, though salad. that yeah. he said that he still basically had faith in them Not all these years later. Everyone is still on board. Of, like the folks in know. Falkville, they did not have such faith in their... Law enforcement. Well, well but I wouldn't he, he may have had problems. Coleman also noticed, or excuse me, Coleman also noted that a large geologic outcropping in the woods off of Farm Street, which local historians refer to as the Polka Stone, might actually be a mispronunciation of Puka, which is related to fairies and more dangerous creatures of Celtic folklore. Oh, are we bringing the, 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 wee, the, folk? the wee folk into this? Coleman further claimed that the area in which the sightings occurred had a tradition of unexplained activity, including sightings of the devil himself on horseback. The devil? What? The riding the devil. One, the dark one shows up on his steed? Yes. And he's just like, hey guys, it's me. And just keeps riding. Yeah. Like, Have you seen my pet? His name is Milton. He's about yay high. <laughs> it is. I like how his name is Milton. That's great. Devil dog. The devil on the horse. Paradise Lost. Oh. In an interview with Cretopia.us, a little website that we own, oh. Coleman uh, summed up the event. When I asked him basically... What he thought it was all about, and this is from your interview. This is with, my interview okay, with Mark. So we'll, we'll have the link. So in many the, years ago, many, we're going to have ago. the link uh, in the description of this podcast to Rob's interview with Mr. Lauren. It Coleman. was, in all fairness, my first interview, perhaps not my finest. Check ever. the show notes. The short story is that over a two-day period in April 1977, four people saw a small, four-foot-tall, orange shark-skin creature, somewhat like Gollum in Lord of the Rings, in three separate sightings in Dover, Massachusetts, a rural location near Boston. The case goes down as unexplainable. I don't know the answer to what really happened, as all the eyewitnesses checked out and were found to be credible by law enforcement and the other people in Dover. We have a credible case over 25 hours by individuals who saw something. Nothing quite like the demon has been reported, I'm sorry, has been reportedly seen before or since. It doesn't really fit any place. It's extremely unique. It has no real connections to any other inexplicable phenomena. I think the Dover Demon's mystery lives on. Oh, there well, you have it. Clearly it does. The Dover Demon. The short, sweet, and I'm. it's... It's almost mind-boggling to me it's actually as famous as it is. It's an awesome story. Yeah. And, and, the, and the actual drawings done by the eyewitnesses. I think Bartlett is a really good illustrator. I, I don't know. I think he may have even gone on to become a professional artist. 
he drew a really the, perhaps the most iconoclastic version of right. it. Um, but everyone did these things, and and it is unique. Um, but but to me, the most interesting thing is why this mystery endures so prominently in the mind of cryptozoological fans. Yeah, all this many years later, it didn't. Not much happened. It not just, really. It's kind of there. People spot it on three different occasions. I mean, it's 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 mistaken for a, for a deformed neighborhood kid, and then chased into a gully or whatever. I mean, that's the most harrowing event. Yeah, when Baxter the, chases it, you know, through Hillingsdale. Yeah, yeah, and then has a face, but he still doesn't do anything. It doesn't no, hiss. It, it just hangs out. It doesn't out. growl. No, it he, doesn't attack. It stands there, and he's like, uh, I, I, book? "I guess I'm booking." <laughs> yeah, he, he has a yeah. moment of bravery, and then he realizes, "Oh, I've made the I've I've made a bad choice here." Yeah, this thing's eyeing me, and probably. Has ill intentions, even though it made no moves to show that. No, he just it got was, scared. It's, it's a fifteen-year-old's mind racing, right? And he's a good Samaritan. He goes out. He's trying to help a kid, and then he's sitting there like, "Oh, this is weird. I've never seen anything like." It. And it's like, "Is he looking at me funny? Is he giving me the eye?" <laughs> yeah, wait, is wait that, a is minute. That, is what? that a jumping face? He's oh, making? we gonna fight? Is yeah. this gonna be a fight in the streets of Dover? Is he gonna like, throw hands in the gully of Dover? Yeah. 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 What are we gonna do now? You know, no one wants a gully fight. No, a gully no. fight. No one wins in a gully yeah, fight. Yeah, everyone loses. Yeah, it, it's reminiscent of the uh, Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi scene from Revenge of the Sith, where it's you have the high ground and I don't. Regardless, yeah. the, the neat thing too with this thing that I always liked is the first time it's sighted is on a stone wall where. In even the 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 drawing of it too, in the description is it's it's using its hands on the stones. Yeah, to sure. like climb on this thing. I mean, it could be a quadruped for all it, we know. It, well, it, except for the fact that when it's running from well, then again, if when it was running from Baxter, it still could have been running on all fours. It, Absolutely it, could have. It, to me, it almost that would explain speed. It, not, it, it almost I mean, sounds like it, it is used like like the, that it can stand up bipedally, but that it, it is using all fours to kind of like run, almost like like because the the arms and legs and the fingers too and the toes are described as being like long and. Like this, like yeah, it's got like classic like ET style fingers. Yeah, super spindly fucking limbs. Yeah. yeah, which don't seem like they should be able to support its beer gut and giant fucking melon head. Which yeah. the head is described. I mean, most of our listeners, I'm sure, have seen it or at least are googling it now. But it almost looks like a peanut. Like it's yeah. compared yeah. to a melon, but it's like a round part at the bottom and a round part at the top and two big eyes, no right. obvious nose or mouth. Yeah. It's got that orange, rough, wet sandpaper shark skin, as Coleman calls it. <clears throat> now, interestingly enough, though, this kind of has similarities to, like, the classic gray. You know, I would think so, too. But it's funny. A lot of researchers, including um, one of the guys I was mentioning before, the, the web guy that mm -hmm. went to investigate Coleman, he was the first to point out, he goes, it doesn't have any of the known patterns seen by ghosts, fairies, yeah. or UFO knots, which yeah. I find to be odd because... I agree with you in one sense. I mean, it does have some of the the earmarks. Well, of if you just count the appendages, alien. I mean, maybe because some grays are described. I mean, big as, head, as, yeah, big head, limbs. spindly limbs, yeah, and weird. You know, like well, they have three fingers, though, don't they? Aren't they allegedly have three fingers? The grays, or do they have four? I don't know. I can't remember. I, I got to look up my alien anatomy book. It's currently in PDF on my iPad. So oh, fair enough. Okay, fact, fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting but, that it has but I, that. I don't think it falls. So conveniently into that. No. So the, an yeah. easy thing for people to assume is, of course, extraterrestrial. Mm -hmm. It's anomalous. It shouldn't be seen in that area. Um, but by all accounts, no reports of UFOs anywhere in no. the area at no. that time. The only thing that really is discovered there is, and that's by Lauren Coleman, is the Polkestone. The, 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 the polka stone, puka? which he said might Pookie? be puka, right. which is a reference to Celtic fairy folk slash sometimes lake monster. So that's things. the only like thing that's there. 
Well, yeah, that and the fucking the right. devil on his but body. Then, they, right, but that's just his hypothesis. Also, yeah, that's just like, oh, hey, by the way, right, there, and Satan on a horse. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a fairy stone in the dark one. So there you well, go. Well, what that would open up the possibility for is not extraterrestrial and not cryptozoological, but paranormal in origin. Right, like right. maybe this is something from you know the magonia or whatever like the the fairy world that manifested itself because of i don't know i mean can traditions from the old world follow you to the new world i know that that one show that god show well, there american by, gods yeah, was kind of alluded idea. to that yeah. i guess but I mean, great but is that something that's accepted in uh, you know people that yeah, believe know. in this kind of lore i have no idea i'm not sure i mean i suppose if if some of these creatures exist partially fueled on the faith we have in them, yeah, then just... wherever the faith is, they might be able to manifest. But I don't know if this is, if anyone's really working under the assumption that this is a Celtic legendary creature right. that somehow Pro- is yeah, attached prob- to the puka. Probably it doesn't seem that way. But it's just a th- he just threw it out there. I yeah, don't even I mean, think that's I don't think that's Coleman's theory. Either. No, but because there right. is there is no UFOs in the area, but there is this apparent fairy stone or whatever. That okay, possibly. And it doesn't really fit a description of any other cryptid, honestly. No, like, but apparently there is a fucking spate of motherfuckers that are just dead up sure oh, it's it? a baby fucking moose. Which is kind of cute. I, I'm I sure. googled baby mooses earlier and they're goddamn adorable. Does it look like a Dover demon? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, God, Okay, no. so. If it's I mean, like, that I'll is like you, the going skeptical opinion if right it's now. Like a, if it's like a hairless baby moose, um, minus the hooves, I guess. Yeah, with its long Maybe. tendril hooves. Maybe. I mean... I guess anything hairless, really, you could, we could probably attempt to fit into this category, whether it's like a hairless bear or like a cub or something, or like a hairless raccoon or opossum. One of those. Really? Really? The <laughs> rare French opossum? <laughs> yeah. It's the rare French opossum, which opossum. is only, only spotted in Boston. Yeah. It, it, moose? It, it, it comes from the Boston streets. Okay, so it's a wet baby moose. It could be a wet baby moose. Um, but there's a ton of discussion about baby What's plural for mooses? Meese. Meese. Baby. The, the baby, <laughs> baby meese. Yeah, no. There's a lot of moose discussion with this. Um, I and mean, it's funny. When I first started, when we started American Monsters, like, low those many years ago, yeah. nary a word of the moose. No, no. I think this is something that is uh, somewhat <clears throat> somewhat new. I'm skeptical about that simply because even if you don't know what it is. doesn't really fit the description. All, yeah, yeah, all but these it different groupings of not. eyewitnesses. Yeah, well, it doesn't I mean, have fucking fingers for yeah, one thing. Yeah, and the head. No, no, it doesn't. Like, if someone just had elongated head and some kind of spindly looking legs. If it's like maybe like legs, a fetal, like a, like a, fingers and no and stuff. Maybe if it's like a fetal moose, like a. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, a it, fetal moose. Uh, it would have to, an a, astral projected fetal <laughs> moose. Yeah, that's exactly. It okay. have to be. It's like a. It's like a premature uh, I'm, moose I'm or with something. You, I'm with like you, man. maybe, but a it, premature. I, moose. I don't know. I mean. You know, I'm sure because you could say, all right, it was seen at night, it was seen in the headlights, yes. it was this, it was that. You, if you, you, you can, can do You could honestly give me those yeah. for uh, Barlett, um, yeah. maybe, uh, you know, the girl in Tainter, um, Brabham in Tainter, but, and, and, and these are driving by sightings. I could say, yeah, you might not be able to really discern digits. Sure. But Baxter, yeah, the- and when he's, you know, across the gully and it's leaning bipedally, Against a tree, supporting right. itself on a tree. I mean, that just does not sound like vintage baby moose to me. Hooves up on the tree. I don't know. Vintage classic baby moose. Well, we there's need also to talk to baby moose experts. You know, 
yeah, I'm sure we, 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 we I'm sure we can get on Reddit and we can find a plethora of baby moose experts because I saw arguments happening there. So do I mean, what maybe you will. Google up a baby moose. Certain times of the year they stand against trees. I mean, you know, also too. I mean, it was compared to a primate, and I've seen plenty of people throw around the idea that maybe this was possibly a primate in the area that got loose, which we've talked about before with like oh, the. Uh, well, that that's because she said that too, right? Because her yeah. one account was it yeah. looked kind of like an ape. Yeah. Yeah, which you, we, you know, then, we, we, uh, what was it? The, um, the, the, not Watertown, uh, the, 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 the white devil thing. Copenhagen, uh, Copenhagen devil. Copenhagen devil, yeah. that, you know, like a kangaroo or whatever. So, possibly you maybe know, a I primate. Mean, if, if it was somehow a shaved ape, they have the gut. They could have, they a do have the, the gut. They, yeah. they do have the gut. They, they have, have kind of spindly the, arms. They do. I mean, it's not beyond the pale. I'd be more likely to think it was somehow. A mangy man. They, ape you know what's funny is like these things are moose. cute, but goddamn, yeah, yeah, no. these baby moose look uncomfortable, and they are cute, but they also look like something from like the Dark Crystal. Yeah, that can't they be look, really what they think. That, I mean, that, that that's looks what like they a look baby like. fucking. It moose. looks like a baby moose. Yeah, that doesn't even look remotely like. I guess maybe if it if it was like missing hair, possibly, but yeah, it doesn't really look look, look like. Uh, when you have to strain more to make the credible explanation work than right. the absurd one, then to me. Yeah, it's sort of something that's not worth entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. It, baby moose aside, mm. could have been a primate, possibly. But I'm just gonna stick with the, uh, um, you know, that it was just uh, it's just some unknown, whether it be from some sort of like fairy creature or if it's just some weird cryptid or maybe even possibly an alien. Even though there's no UFO settings there, but I don't care. Because I do what I want. What I, want. Hey, what I, want. <laughs> I don't care. You can't tell me. Visible UFO. You don't know. You don't know. But I mean, the the thing that is interesting though is the, the it, there's orange uh, eyes first, and then then some says green, which right. those are the classic eye shine um, things well, that exist in real life. Exactly. Yeah. So, which would indicate we talked about this before. People don't have that, so it indicates some some sort of animal. Um. So yeah, I mean, baby moose is hard a hard sell. It's a little bit of a hard sell. sell. Even like a raccoon, like, I don't know if you could pull it off. Things that don't have hair really look different than what they're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, that is a possibility. Totally. I mean, at least that has digits. Right. But it has a snout, too, and it does not have a big, giant peanut head. Not really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, and like, the weird thing is, too, there's not a tradition of these sightings. It doesn't go back any period of time. It doesn't no, go yeah. forward any period of time. It's 25 fucking hours in 1977. Yeah. This thing's kind of adorable but terrifying, a hairless raccoon. You know, I could almost buy that. I would, I would buy but a it's, hairless... It's still a little too pudgy. I would buy a hairless raccoon over, over a, 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 a baby moose. Yeah, but cat. I think that's way too small to be... Now, you see, if it was like a hairless bear, possibly... Yeah. Which is still, you know, I mean. But you'd think somebody, I mean. Yeah, that's terrifying. Would come I mean, across that's a really, dead hairless those are, bear. Those are, those are super creepy. Yeah, I mean, they can book, they can book but those are, pretty, yeah. those are pretty, those are bigger than what, unless it was a smaller bear. So it's a possibility that it could be an animal that for some reason didn't have hair. Right. And that could go really fast and had right. extraordinarily or, big eyes. Or just a super, super maybe short hair, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe wet sandpaper texture, yeah, but it could be super that that wet look could just be hair. That sandpaper could just yeah, be it could hair. be. But regardless, super short to or to no hair. All right, right so we'll, let's just table that for what it is. Okay, we entertain the possibility that it could be. I think we're all pretty dubious about the moose, but who the fuck knows? They're adorable. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, 
So why is this happening in a place that Lauren Coleman points out is a nexus for weird? Is that unrelated or is that the direct cause? I don't know. You know, I mean, you almost kind of have to entertain that it it is directly related to it because there is already a weird thing happening. Now, when you're telling me that it's Satan on his horse. That's funny. It's a little bit on the nose. Like, it's a little bit too standard where you're like, oh, yeah, no, it's clearly Satan on his steed. Like, there's got to be more to that. Like, is it like a Headless Horseman type situation or something? Or is it legitimately no. Satan coming from hell and being like, I'm on my horse here? Because. Well, I think any of your standard ops demon <laughs> on a horse is probably going to be misconstrued as are Lucifer. Gonna, are just going to give him the If she demon in horns, you're going to be like, oh, look, that's right. clearly... Right. When it could be a uh, horse. Eddie, but if there, could it be Belial? Could be anyone. Ah, Beelzebub. That's right. It could be. My favorite of all of them. Osmodius. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. So it <laughs> could it could be be that there is a bunch of weird shit happening in the area. Maybe this thing just happens to come from that. Whatever it is, whether it's the, the stone or whether it's just some weird supernatural vortex, possibly. I don't know. Something happened. I'm just pissed in the wind here, but no, something I mean, that's happened. What choice do you have? Yeah. What may, like I say, to me, the, the biggest mystery is what I said earlier. Not so much what's going on, because really it's a bunch of nondescript shit with really interesting eyewitness accounts, right. all reported to the police, uh, a very good investigation that was done within a week of it mm-hmm. happening. So it, it's kind of like this um, perfect storm <clears throat> of, of eyewitnesses that were supported by lo- law enforcement independent investigators who showed up in time to really do a thorough uh, investigation at a time when the memory was still fresh drawings and a very very small window all of that is what makes it so fascinating but in reality the most interesting thing about it is the fact that it is legend Mm -hmm. because and, and 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 i suppose the second most interesting thing about it is that it really doesn't fit into any convenient niche not cryptozoological not ufological not paranormal necessarily it's interesting that it happens in a place that was known to be a paranormal hotspot but that doesn't necessarily mean anything ufos can be invisible that thing has a lot of the trademark attributes of an alien i think really i mean maybe it's just a good marketing technique but because it's called the dover demon it's got a great ring to it. Oh yeah, no, of I'll course give, you got to yeah. give Coleman points for that. Totally. So if, if it's the Dover Demon and it, when you actually read the story, you're like, oh, this is not really much happened. People saw, but I think maybe it just has that pop culture flair to it. Where oh, it's absolutely. Like, oh, it's a fucking Dover Demon. And plus, it probably got stoked. Picked, it got picked up by the wire services yeah, and everyone's from like, the oh, local thing. Yeah, totally. A demon, because of course it has to be a demon. But you know, that's it just rolls. Thing. If it was something else, oh yeah, yeah, no, it, it would have be. been like. The Berwyn Beast. I mean, any, right. any yeah. fucking other name. Although, the, make, did, the did you just make up the Berwyn Beast? Yeah. That's really good. Thank you. You should be doing this for a living. I should just be going town to you town. Just be, Here's Let me your mind, Joe Cryptid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what you got. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, like you said, too, it is kind of funny that this the way this is all spotted. Because it's there. It's on, yeah, it's I'm just, on, it I'm happens. On, I'm on a fence. I'm on a tree. Yeah. It's like, you know what? It, it's got, first off, it's got scoliosis or something. The motherfucker cannot hold itself up. Like, it's constantly in every drawing holding itself on a foreign object. The one on, on the tree is kind of funny. Yeah. Because it kind of has that thing like it's exhausted. Yeah, like, <laughs> like two, just, two arms. It's just and like, it, God damn it. In all it's fairness, it had been booking across meadow after meadow. <laughs> yeah, this thing may have been running the entire time. Yeah, so it was like, God damn if, it, let's human. Let's just say that, okay, let's just, t- hmm. let's just take uh, 
whatever off. The, let's just take reality and one off the table. And let's just say that for some reason <laughs> this thing was uh. some creature from some fairy type world, and it just happened to pop through this gate with this stone or however that science works. I don't know how that happens. I just love that does. you called it science. Whatever it does. This, yeah. thing, this thing uses this stone to come through, and all of a sudden it is like, shit, what did I get myself yeah. into? You gotta figure this thing is like on this like stone thing walking. There's cars zipping by this thing. People with really like the gravity accents. might be all fucked up. It's like, yeah. oh my god, I can barely hold myself up here. Yeah, these limbs he, are not equipped for Earth gravity. And, for, and or he's just thinking this could just be super scared because it's like this is not what I am used to at all. And all of a sudden, yeah, but, but, then, this but world. then he booked. Then he oh, completely well, yeah, booked no, he, and he jumped a gully. Got the fuck out of there, yeah. And man, you probably wouldn't know what cars are, so you got these roaring beasts with bright shining eyes bearing down on you fucking constantly. And then you happen just to come across one of these creatures that these quote unquote humans that you've heard about, and the thing locks eyes with you and you're like, fuck. And you try and to it's get out of there. You. you don't know that yeah. he's trying to fucking help out a neighborhood kid. You think he wants to eat me. Exactly. He wants to do some nefarious human shit to me. Now again, I guess that, that's putting fairy science on the table. But whatever, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm no, open to it. Yeah, uh, it's hashtag fairy science. Hashtag yeah. fairy science. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works. Fairy science. How does that work? Okay, I don't I tie that into magnets. I think honestly, oh that's, God. that's as good a theory <laughs> you as you go. can have. Yeah, really. I, it's no better. It, cryptozoology, I think, is off the table. There is no hint of a legend of this. If it was a part of the fauna of the region, you'd know about it. There'd be right. other sightings. There'd be other whatever. So. At the very least, I think you can say that this is not even a very rare and unique version of the animals that maybe even be migrating through that area yeah. because there's no other report of this kind of thing anywhere else for that matter, really. Yeah. You know, so is it like kind of a, a puckwudgy type thing or some weird, um, you know, preternatural thing? That actually makes more sense or an extraterrestrial. Right. I mean, you don't always get to see UFOs, maybe... Maybe it's just doing what fucking UFO knots do and just shows up and just, yeah. Maybe he's got a fetish for rock walls and just yeah. seeing how sturdy <laughs> they are. He's all excited. Like, I hadn't seen one of these since 1943. God damn it. The he likes bridges. Yeah, that exactly. Could be. Maybe, maybe it was super uh, hibernating thing. Oh, so look at that. maybe Chris it is the interesting a, theory. Maybe it is a cryptid, and it just that was his first. Uh, it's been hibernating, yeah, and then it's had to pop out. Yeah, we were talking about that with the Shit. Thetis Lake or Thetis, excuse me, Lake yep. Monster. Yeah, with the super oh, yeah. The idea it might be like one of those super frogs or cicadas or whatever yeah. hang out. Seventeen year fucking cryptid. Yeah, so well, just looking wet and gross. It could barely easily have been underground. Somewhere or he could have come. I mean, he was seen near a bridge. Yeah. Maybe gross, that's what I'm yeah. saying. again, aquatic. I mean, you can never sorts, completely yeah. take it off. You just, something yeah. that's got weird spindly limbs and sort of a bulky torso and head, that's something you'd almost think would have to live in the water if it wants to function, because those aren't like those aren't terrestrial functioning no, limbs. No, that's not good for traversing the terrain of Earth, really. And you kind of like see so you gotta be in the water. That's why that motherfucker has to lean up against a tree and be like, dude. Because the goddamn head's too big. The fuck? <laughs> He's trying to keep that yeah. big noggin up. He's just, he's just trying to swim to Loveland. Yeah, he's exactly. just trying to get to Ohio. Yeah, there you go. Have the fucking cryptid conference underwater with fucking... There you go. The Loveland frog men and fucking that's, indescribable. That's, oh, that's right. The indescribable. Yeah, totally describable Octoman, which you can get a t-shirt for at RT Public Shop. Yes, and you can. thank you to everyone who has bought that t-shirt and then sent us the pictures. We greatly appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I like Chris's idea about hybrid. You know, that's kind of a cool theory. Because if it was for some reason kind of hanging out underground like that, who knows how? I mean, I don't, again, like, like fairy science, I don't understand hibernation. 
I mean, unlike <laughs> fairy science, you can Google that. Yeah, I mean, I like, could, that's but totally I don't. Totally within your grasp. You, you know that. Okay, but there's more of a likely chance of me digging into fairy science and hibernation. Yeah, I know because that. I do know that. Yeah. Hibernation doesn't necessarily affect me on a daily basis where fairy science could. It really doesn't. Oh God, it really? Does not. Uh, yeah, totally. I what I, I don't. What hibernation do for me ever? Nothing. It but is what does fairy science do for you? What and has it done and for you? Who knows? Exactly. It could be something totally that we've never even experienced. Oh, my God. Hope springs eternal. Exactly. For oh, very long. Nice. All right. So it's a dirt-loving fucking occasionally showing up cryptid. Yep. Something semi-aquatic that just ended up near fucking Dover, Massachusetts. It's out of the water and has a big giant head and can't balance. It's got a super invisible UFO and it's fucking, again, awkward in Earth's gravity, but can run for short bursts. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It might have that power. Or straight up fairy science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is one of those things or, or something Lucifer's else. Lucifer's pet. Or Lucifer's pet. Uh, Milton. I yeah. mean, we actually didn't uh, bring up the demon. Just well, straight up from hell demon. It's true. Yeah, maybe Coleman had well, an that inside would be, Lucifer's route. pet would be a demon. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, true. No, demon it would dog. Be, yeah. Or demon crab dog. It wasn't dog. particularly fucking insidious. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't no. do anything real gnarly. It no. didn't attack. Like I said, like you said earlier, it didn't hiss at anybody. No, it didn't. No pointy tails, just, or horns just or hanging out. Kind of cool made the kid a little bit like un, uneasy, or the kid just. Like, and the I kid don't know actually this. made himself uneasy. Yeah, the kid freaked himself out. Yeah, it was totally yeah. f- somebody freaking themselves out with good reason. Right, but I don't. I don't. So think, you know, I don't think the Dover Demon was giving off aggressive vibes, and he yeah. was picking them up. Yeah. I think he was just sitting there looking at some weird shit, and suddenly it occurred to him, "Oh fuck." Where am I? <laughs> what am I What's doing? What's going on? Yeah, I'm in the woods with this thing, and almost this guy has between us is a gully, and this thing can clearly move quicker than I can. So there you go. Yeah. In a battle, you're going to lose. It's funny that they both stop to rest in the same spot, though. It is kind of, yeah. Like, like, the, both like this thing yeah. just stopped and it's breathing. He just stops, and it's like, look, look, like, oh. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So we now meet we're, again. Now we're yeah. locked in Mortal Kombat. Son of a bitch. Here it is. Oh, all right, so all right, all right. Um, closing thoughts, guys. What do we think this is? <sighs> we had an entire list. Let's let's just, each, let's I, each get a pick. Devil's pet. Devil's pet. I like oh, it. Jesus, I respect it. Pet. I respect the dark one. The I like fucking, your allegiance to him. He was, he was riding around on, on his mighty dark steed, one. walking Milton, and Fuck got yeah. off the leash. And then soon after, the devil came and collected him. Yeah, probably. I could have rubbed his nose in it, took him home to hell. Yeah, or he was just, the devil was all bubbled, like, oh my God, I thought I lost you. And then he finally was like, I'm going to leave you. you mentioned, so like, Satan putting up flyers all around Dover. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Jesus, guys. guys. If you see Milton, let me know. He's Answers real sketchy. Milton. He's not balanced well in Earth's gravity because hell's gravity yeah. is different. <laughs> he's not balanced well. Hell has yeah, different yeah. gravity. Don't ask, all right? Just don't worry about it. Hell probably has it different could be. gravity. It just makes sense. Yeah, totally, Chris. Well, maybe. What do you think? Could be Saints Pat. You guys both going Saints Pat? No, but but it's I don't know. Right. I like my hibernating. I like weirdo. your hibernating. Yeah, it's a hibernating weirdo. I, I, I like that because in my mind it's just like it's in the Hiber- dirt. It's dug down so deep, and it's just in like some weird membranous like cocoon. Okay, I mean, it, it doesn't have like, to be necessarily in the dirt. I mean, there could be there's tons of cave. No, I mean, it could be, be in like, a thing. It digs in like a frog. Don't frogs do that? I don't know about some hibernation. Some frogs do that. Yeah, we, we talked right. about this. hibernation. Is not my clear thing. That Mark yeah. doesn't know how. So you think it's just a the hole in the ground and just in a dig in. The key will be placenta. The second sighting. Because until we get a second sighting, we're not going to have any idea about yeah, the hibernation yeah. patterns or whatever it's no. just some shit oh, yeah if this thing happens yeah, to wake up know. and then it's like shit i gotta go back and hibernate again and yeah. then what a sucky life later. you would have if you wake up for 25 hours every 67 years yeah <laughs> that would well, just be a horrible unless you have existence. a life cycle of like five 
thousand years, then yeah, that's true. You don't know because you're sleeping. Facts so. and you, I mean, you could be like well rested. You could wake up feeling like a just it's just amazing. You're like that's the best sleep I've ever gotten. <laughs> and then you just do your thing for twenty five hours, and you're like, I'm tired. I'm going back into the dirt, going to bed. It it's a possibility. Yeah. All right. So you guys, so you got. Are you, you're going to go demon pet? You're going to go with a hibernating weirdo? weirdo. Okay. Okay. Hibernating weirdo? Okay, hibernating cool. Weirdo. Um, you know, man, I, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to use my evidence here, Mr. Coleman, of the poker rock, and I'm going to go with hashtag fairy Fair, science. Yeah, fairy science. You know, it's just as valid as anything. Exactly. Exactly. So there you have it. That is our take on the super widely popular, but we're not quite sure why, Dover Demon. Yeah. It it appeared, people saw it, things happened, and I think we gave this a lot more time than it needed. Well, but it's good. It was a legend. It was yeah, our first totally. Bonafide legend. Exactly. And it's not like but I got a hate is. on for the Dover Demon. No, not I got at all. a soft He's spot classic. for that yeah. bulbous headed fucker. He's classic. It, but like everything else, I don't know why. I yeah, don't even I know why I like him. No. I don't get it either. He just looks cool. But it helps when you have a lot of sightings <clears throat> close to each other. Like those stories are always the intriguing ones. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, it's it's corro- it's corroborated too by poli- by you know uh, police reports and everybody. So and there's more than it was what, like like twenty six hours this all happened in, right? And he ended up in a Japanese video game in the eighties, I think. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh cool. So you know that just sweetens the deal. Yeah, totally. And maybe he'll be included in Fallout seventy six coming out in November. I hear the Mothman and the Flatwoods monsters are going to be in that. Ooh. Oh. Oh. So, really? Yeah. So when you guys are like, when I'm like, guys, I can't pod. I'm like real deep to fall out right now but i'm gonna fight them off man <laughs> then you guys can like, give me a break on legit that. yeah just like my uh my skyrim days this is gonna be a new thing it's gonna oh. be back into back into fallout because all right was awesome all right cool so there you have it thank you for joining us as always be sure to rate and review this podcast on the itunes and the apple podcast app stick around after the outro music we're gonna do some reviews yes we are be sure to follow us on the social meds the twitters the facebooks the instas we're there Kill at me. Come by, say hi. Uh, also, too, be sure to support the podcast by purchasing merchandise through RT Public Shop. We had a really great month uh, this month. Want to thank everyone who purchased uh, mm-hmm. some merch. I see tons of people getting ready for merch. fall, getting their fall gear out. They're getting their hooded sweatshirts. They're getting their long sleeves. Buying stuff for the kids. I got my kids on our Instagram account pushing our merch. <laughs> That's why I'm putting them to work. Nice. Dad's got to make money. The value of a dollar. Exactly. Get on there, wear the shirt, push the shirt to the people. Baby Billy Mays. Tea Public Shop. The link will be available in the description of this podcast. There you have it. And talk to you soon. Oh. Oh, jeez. Why? The What's finger? That? Yeah. yeah. No, I liked it. Uh, the finger. I put the finger up. Talk to you soon. Oh, that's the pulpit finger. It is. I don't, I don't well like done. it at all. Yeah. Uh. The devil. The devil. <laughs> the devil. The devil. <laughs>
drunkards you yeah Jesus. there you go we'd be great teachers oh professor stores this review comes to us from rachel harwood these guys are just the best oh shit I could you not shocks more. thanks thanks rachel I have always had an interest in weird offbeat topics, but had not really carried any interest in cryptids, aliens, or conspiracies until I stumbled upon this podcast. I found myself turning on the Kryptonaut podcast and laughing along with Mark, Chris, and Rob while I work on special effects projects or while I am playing Pokemon Go. Yes, people still play Pokemon Go. Nice respect. I even turned them on to feel less alone as I feed my tarantula slash reptile collection it's like I actually have some friends. Well, that <laughs> collection sounds terrifying, but again, respect. But awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yes, you do. Jokes aside, because there was teary laughter there. I appreciate the <sighs> sideways approach these three dorky dudes take when coming up with theories to explain what some of these creatures may or may not be. I also have a deep appreciation for the metal references. Us metalheads got to stick together. Nice. Mm. 42 out of five stars. Oh my God. Definitely recommend. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Rachel. That's I, a lot. Rachel, I love the math. I love the math on that one. It's great. That, awesome. covered, that covers a lot that of is f- stars. You know what that is? Fairy science. That is. That's hashtag fairy science right there. <sighs> like listening to Friends five stars from Jared George Art. Listening to these dudes talk and argue, sometimes argue the same points against each other, make me feel like a quiet friend just enjoying the company. They don't go in crazy one way or the other. I love how they don't go ancient aliens, but discuss the information. And after saying it's not diabetes, they end friends. Huge <laughs> fan. Keep up the great work, amigos. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic and fun. Five stars from Rochelle Lee. I love this podcast. I listen to it while I drive uh, to and from work. I love how Mark, Chris, and Rob read through cryptic accounts and discuss them in detail. I found this podcast through Monsters Among Us. I have always loved a good cryptid tale. Thank you for the fantastic podcast. Thank you for you listening. You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. All right, Monsters Among Us. What up, Derek? What up, Addy? Hey. Thank you all very much. Recently, Addy sent us a bottle of whiskey. Woo! Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Wyoming. A Delight, five stars from Gazelle L444. I think I'm saying that right. My drive to school and work is much less boring now, and I actually look forward to being stuck in the rush hour traffic so I can listen longer. Oh, nice. nice. Wicked. Fresh podcast, five stars. Sale from LA, great podcast talking about diverse cases I have never heard of. Team has great chemistry. I look forward to new episodes every week. Keep up the great work. You have a loyal fan in me, Sale. Sale from L.A., thank you very much. Indeed. It's kind of weird, actually. According to our numbers, we are more popular in L.A. than we are in New York. We have a West Coast That makes sense. We have a super, super following over there in L.A. So that's, well, not L.A., but just the West Coast in general in California. So that's super cool. So there you have it. That is our reviews for the week. We want to thank everyone who sent the reviews in. It is super awesome. Keep those reviews coming in. Again, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and as Rob reads them too, Facebook, if you can leave us a recommendation there that is always uh, appreciated so um there you have it yeah. and we'll be talking to you soon see you next week hey, see you later. <laughs> hey. Bye. bye everybody bye it's been Hashtag fun fairy, fairy, fairy science fairy science for life bye <laughs>